This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 85 of Celtic Loomis TV, the Boz and Bobble podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us tonight. We have John. United Ireland from our phone page www.celticbloomers.co.uk uh, This is John's first parents. Uh, if, if any of our new subscribers don't know uh, John used to come on to us regularly uh, at the start of the season but due to technical difficulties in his uh, laptop he hasn't come on but I think Mark will say it here as we're, we're delighted to have uh, John back with us on, on tonight as uh, he gives us a good intake of uh, his point of view of Celtic. Uh, also join us tonight, we have uh, another friend to the podcast, Jonas. Uh, Jonas is from Dundee, who supports Dundee United. And I think it's only fitting that we bring Jonas on to, uh, tonight because uh, Dundee United had a chance to secure the league for Celtic today. We're actually playing Dundee United on Wednesday. And not only does Jonas give us a different view uh, of of Scottish football, he, he says this as it is. You know, it's not just Celtic fans mourning about referees. It's, it's across the whole uh, SPL and and Jonas. It's a good. It's good to get Jonas on for like a be a round up of the full league, Paul. Rather than just exactly. constantly Celtic, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Uh, on tonight's show, we look at yesterday's four-one victory over Hearts, and now practically confirms. Celtic as champions elect of the, the, the Scottish League. Uh, I've done up a piece of the list of games that I thought were vital wins for Celtic uh, winning the league this season. Uh, we looked through from staggering stats of Kyogo uh, since he signed for Celtic. Jonas will give his thoughts on Celtic and how he thinks we, we've done throughout the season. We also want Jonas to Talk about Dundee United's final push in securing European football for his club uh, at the end of the season. And we're also going to look ahead to Wednesday's party celebrations on Connacht Mark. Uh, no matter what the score is, it's going to be a party celebration uh, uh, in Dundee against Dundee United on Wednesday. Firstly, I'll hand off to Mark for a few shout outs. Hey, thanks very much, Paul. Uh, just the usual shout. Excuse me, usual shout-outs for the guys in the forum. Uh, Tim Malloy, Rich and his family. Uh, Campsy boy, we, we new addition in that. Uh, Campsy baby. Campsy baby, four, four stained two when it was born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys in the chat there, Jabba, evening mate. Uh, Brian's in as well. Good to see you, Stubbsy. Nice to see you in as well, mate. Uh, that's about that, but just the usual power. Still at 550 subscribers, so we've got, we're, the figures are moving up, we're slowly getting there, so thanks to everybody. 
nice email off them today, Mark. You know? right, so, so uh, viewing hours, that says, uh, what was it, Paul, five, over 5,000 viewing hours now or something, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm quite chuffed about that as well. It shows you that, again, Paul, we're, get, we're going in the right, it's going the right track to it, do you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So, just if you're not subscribed, please do so, hit the like button, and if you know how as well, leave a comment in the bottom. Uh, plus as well, the links to everything, our forum, our Discord, Twitter, and everything, they're in the description box below as well. So feel free to come and join in the forum or go on the Discord. I'm not on it that often, but there's always guys hanging about there talking garbage and you'll get a laugh off a drunk Welsh on there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Super> <laughs> Just advertise it for where it is, Paul, do you know what I mean? You've been good lad, John, don't Somebody just there, Paul, Pauline McLean, that's a new 551. Thanks very much, Pauline, that's appreciated. Welcome aboard. So Celtic took another step towards securing the league title, needing just one point from their final two remaining games. Uh, and with a superior, superior goal difference of plus 20, an Arsenal advantage. After Haas after took an early lead, Rangers fans were actually celebrating for a whole of 20 minutes until Marina levelled on 30 minutes. Kyogre extended lead on 37 minutes. And in the second half, goals from O'Reilly on the 69th and G. Marcus on the 90th. The game ended 4 1 to Celtic. Uh, and I want to put in this piece, Mark, um, uh, about Craig Gordon because. He was a good goalkeeper for Celtic and a lot of fans liked him. I liked him myself when he played with us. But he has some dislike towards Celtic. Any time we play hearts, always mourning. I think he's forgetting that Celtic Football Club resurrected his career. He won the titles with us. He won cups with us. He played in Champions League football with us. his in Scottish career uh, as an international goalkeeper got got back in track. Like he's a, I think he is a very very it, short memory mark as where he came from. But it was yeah. a moaning face get when he was with us as well, Paul. Mm-hmm. I think that's just. I just think that's the type of guy and type of player that he's been. It's not. I've seen a few folk going on about to own Twitter and things like that, but I don't really. I mean, he's a professional. He's a long in the tooth, well experienced professional. Paul, just it just that's what that is really for me. Oh, he bugged me yesterday. Well, <laughs> you, know, you 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 see it over all over Christmas, and uh, when when Kyogo's header was clearly across the line, you know, he clearly across the line, and he's saying no way, no way. You know that just bugged me. Ah, but any uh, keeper, any keeper's going to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you ten. Ten times out of ten, Paul, fat ball. You were a keeper, Paul. You saying the fat time to you, you would have just done that. All right, fair, fair enough, ref. Fair enough, linesman. It was in. I've <laughs> actually reacted worse. <laughs> but exa- exactly, any keeper worth their salt's going to claim that they've kept that out. Really, let's be honest about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, look, we're just pissed off with Craig Gordon, Mac. Right, we just ever pissed off. Right, oh, I'll just agree with you then, right? <laughs> you're too nice. You're too nice. You know. Uh, no, I just think, Mark, that you know, it, it, maybe it's just my opinion. Like, but I think he has a bit in his shoulders of the way he left Celtic. You know, and, and how that broke down. You know, I just think. Uh, you, know, well, uh, you might have something there, I. 
Where am I to get me? Ah, uh, you maybe have something in that. I don't think he maybe. Oh, I think he, he wanted to leave because he knew that he was the number one keeper. So that's basically what it was. So Celtic didn't tell him, Mark. Like there's confusion here. Like Celtic, uh, I see a lot of people saying, "Oh, we should have kept Craig on," but Celtic actually did want to keep Craig aye, on. Aye, but yeah, wasn't he, well, wasn't he willing to be a backup keeper? Exactly, exactly. You know, and you can understand that too from a keeper as well, Mark. Especially at that age, Paul. Yeah. Because he knows himself, he's still had a good couple of seasons in him playing every week. He's proved that for Hearts over the last couple of years for he left us. So, at that age, you're getting to the end of your career, Paul. You want to play every week if you can, and he felt that he could, and he did. So, I mean, I never actually liked Craig Gordon much, Paul, you know that. Mm-hmm. But fair play, I mean, he's played at a top level for, in Scotland for a, a long, long time. A lot longer than a lot of people thought he would have after his injuries and that as well. The stats for the game were uh, shot. The Celtic yeah, I'll just I'll go and get Jonas yeah. in that, Paul, while you read through them, bud, right? On target, Celtic 12, the hard three. Possession was 65 to 35. Passes were 579 to hard 1-6. Accuracy was 83% to their 70%. Uh, Fouls committed 17 to Celtic, 8 to um, Hearts, yellows none to Celtic, 2 to Hearts. Uh, it, was, it was a bit of a scare, I think, uh, at the start, Mark. I know you're just trying to get the lads on there, but we have, we were a bit worried when, when, when Hearts got the first goal as the third minute. Uh, I wish for definitely wasn't going to the game, wasn't going to plan when that went in, wouldn't it, no? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still, the full game was still in front. It was a bit of a panic. It went one nothing down, Paul. But after, let's say, the first 10 minutes of that, I thought we could just... With a dodgy first 10, 15 minutes, Paul, after that, I thought we controlled the game. It always looked as if we were going to win quite comfortably. Mm-hmm. I just think... Are you there, Jonas? Hi, I'm here. Hi. Thanks very much for coming on again, Jonas. Thanks no, for having us, gents. Appreciate it. No bother. Uh, just before we 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 talk about the 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 Hearts game, once we talk about the uh, Dundee's, hopefully their their trip that they'll get in Europe, but it wasn't the result you wanted today, considering how how far you pushed kind of uh, Rangers throughout the season in games. Okay, we were just never at the races today. We just seemed to turn up defeated before we even started today. It was probably the poorest that we've been in a while, to be honest today. So. Mm-hmm. The first goal, the, the the penalty came from a move where there was an offside though, so like the game should have been stopped. So that an offside goal and okay, the second goal's poor as well from our point of view. But we never really carried a threat today, so on the balance of that, we never deserved anything out of the game, which I'm annoyed about to be honest with you. But that's um, I noticed, Jonas, and I I've seen a lot of um, Dundee United fans on Twitter because I, I actually follow them through yourself as well and. They, they're not happy the way he kind of rotates his team constantly. It's never consistency. There's always changes in the starting lineup. Is you think that maybe it's affecting you coming to big games now? Ah, uh, yeah. And the team selection today was a wee bit strange. Um, a couple of the like Scott McMahon's probably been one of our best players the last couple of weeks at fullback, mm-hmm. and he was he was dropped. And then he gave the young Ghanaian boy Kujo a go up front. And to be fair, he done all right. He wasn't. The worst, but it's not the right game to throw someone in for a, exactly. a baby in 90 minutes. I thought the kid done okay. He was direct. He tried to run at people and make things happen. But 
you know the sort of game that you bring an 18-year-old laddie on, he's an impact sub at, at this stage of his career. You don't give him a start at Ibrox, in my opinion. I just think every single team selection, and we have got injuries, their whole centre midfield is basically wiped out, but still, I just think it's too much rotation, in my opinion, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just get back, to honest, just to, to Celtic and Hearts from yesterday, and we, we have a piece for you as well to come in on there about, about Dundee United. Mark, like, conceding the only goal, it it just summed up a Celtic season that what Ange said all these many, many months back, like, we don't stop, we never stop. You know, that's been the direction of Celtic too. Any game, maybe, maybe the 90th minute when Reid is still chasing down the keeper, Gia Kamakas, Kyogo, they're still going, the wing-backs are still pushing up. Like, it was the perfect example yesterday, Mark, that even though we conceded Oli, we kept going. Oh, sorry, Paul. John, are you there now, bud? No, John, I don't know what's happening with John, Paul. Hey, I'll, I'll keep trying to get John on. Hey, I, Paul, just what I was saying earlier, but just... After that, the initial 10-15 minutes, just, we just got into our rhythm, we just kept playing, we keep playing, that's what we did, we just keep going to, hey, we get we get a result, we get something out of the game, I know you're going to go on about like important games, we can use the things like Ralph, the Ralph's in the uh, last minute injury time winner, things like that, and as, as it's just what Andrew said, we just keep chasing it, we just keep trying to day what we day to get the result, and that's what they've done yesterday again, it's just, I mean, really this season, we've been... We've been a bit of a juggernaut at Celtic Park, haven't we? We have been a bit... We don't want to go overboard in that, but we've been, we have been unstoppable, really, you know what I mean? We've had wee blips and you no know, played well, but... I mean, for many games is that now, we've been undefeated at home now, Paul. It's maybe 30, Mark. All, all season, I think, so far this season, we're in, the, in the road, 30 games unbeaten. You know? I mean, you can't... That's, that's why you're champions, Paul, isn't it? That's champions for them, do you know what I mean? Like... Go on, Jonas, there's one player that he, he even frightens me. Like he, He's after a full season in, in the J-League and he comes here to, to in January and he's the prime example of the way Ange wants to play is, is the, the lad at Mida. He just doesn't stop. I don't have you watched him. But if I was the Dundee United defence on Wednesday, I would be scared of this lad running at your defence and even running at Seagrass if he's uncomfortable uh, with the ball in his legs. Yeah, and there's, there's a problem we've got is we've got Mulgrew Edwards and Ross Graham mm-hmm. who are all six foot plus and they're all good centre-halves in the sense that they'll head everything away and they can tackle but none of them can run really. They're not great when they're having a back off or run towards their own goal. So not just made them more like yeah, him, him obviously because... He's constant, but even just the pace, the like the front three will cause problems yeah. because we are not Ross, the. you've a bad. Uh, you've you, there's it's it's unreal like the, in attacking sense what what we have you on us it's frightening like in this for any any team to be facing Celtic and to be facing that it, it is it's frightening. Yeah, it's it's going to be difficult like you say because at the end of the day the worst thing in football is to defend against is pace and we've got plenty of that as well so it's always going to be difficult like especially with the. Forward line, with you mm-hmm. lads. And like another thing too, and there was a question I asked Jonas uh, about about Tom Coates and his team. But since January, Mark, and since since um, Ange got the players in, he's he's wanted. We've seen a more of a consistent 
first 11, you know, the, the back line was rarely touched. And I think we, we, we've seen the benefits of that since uh, since January, Mark. We saw the benefits that the back line has settled. And even as attacking sense, Mark, he seems to be keeping now regularly. Will a more selected uh, starting 11, Mark, that Ange does. And, 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 it, and it shows it too, Mark, like if you have a consistent starting 11, they they get used to playing each other more. It was proven. Aye, aye, that's but the same thing, Paul. It's consistency. Mm. Build up that kind of consistency. Players builds up the momentum, and things just seem to click. Mm. Just, it's part. It's for me, a good. We've spoke, spoke about it with Celtic. That Paul, the defence. We don't change the defence much, and that's what the, the basis of the team's built on. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely, I think that's the. Uh, for me, honest, like people questioned Joe Hart when Celtic signed him because of his last couple of years of his career. But there was no doubt that Joe Hart was still a top keeper, and what he has brought to Celtic in an experience sense is is nice and day compared to what we had. Last season with Barkas, Bain, and, and Hazard, you know, you could see Joe Hart's a top professional. You know, uh, the thing is as well, like when you look at Hart, like if you've got, when you look at his CV, you've obviously had some ability in your career mm-hmm. to play at those sort of levels, and sometimes you just get that thing where you're a player where they just fit a certain club. Like it happens with certain players, like mm-hmm. they've maybe been in the wilderness for a couple of years, and then they find a club and they set they settle down there and to play their best football. So. It's probably a case with what you boys have got with Hart. And like I say, his ability was never in question. He's, but like I say, everybody has... Unless you're a, a top-class, world-class player for the majority of your career, most everybody will have a couple of seasons where they're maybe not at their best. It's just the way football tends to work, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a bit, it's a bit similar to the Craig Gordon situation, Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe Hart could have stayed in England as a number two or... Maybe look at a lower level club, get a number one. He could have went to Italy, be Mourinho to be the number two or there. So he was kind of just he was wrote off of the big teams doing in doing in England. So he had to look elsewhere, and that's what kind of well, similar to what happened with Gordon and Celtic. Didn't they want really want him as their number one? But he had to look at his options. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Mark, look, mathematically, it's it's not done yet. You know, Jonas will say that as well. But but for me, Jonas, the league is done. I I can't see Celtic drop points. No, or Rangers scoring twenty goals to outscore us. I mean, like it's. Do you, in your opinions, Jonas, are, are Celtic well deserved winners of this league? Do you think? Well, over over it's, over the course, they've been the most consistent in the league, and they've they've won the most games, and and they've put together a run. When they needed to, they took it, and what they've done as well is they took up, took advantage of slip up from the opposition, which is what you've got to do as well. If you're going to win the league and you're tight with another team, you have to capitalise on any any sort of slip ups from your opponents, and they've done that, you know. And that was down to the teams like Dundee United, Mark. You know, he, he took four points off uh, the Rangers this season. Jonas, I think it's four points he took off them. Yeah, like I, the Aberdeen has took four points off. There's a few clubs yeah, that have, few have clubs took points off like Rangers. Eh? And to what you said there, Mark, like that last season, 
we failed to capitalise on anything. But this season, even if we were playing before them or after them, there was no slip-ups, you know. There was Celtic knew what they had to do. We concentrated on ourselves and we didn't let the noise coming from next door uh, get us. No, that's going to be that little way, Paul. Whatever teams are doing doesn't really bother me that much. Just concentrate on what Celtic are doing. Just mm-hmm. keep, keep, keep the eyes on what we're doing. Don't, as you're saying, don't listen to all the noise coming from the media and all that kind of nonsense. I mean, I've friggin' known again, Paul, about the achievement that Angie's done this year. It's, it's that kind of single... I mean, he's a single-minded kind of guy. You can tell that. He says himself he lives and breathes football 24-7 and that's a... He's going to get that installed in the players as well. Just keep doing what I tell you today. Keep doing what you're doing and you'll get your rewards at the end of the season. And they have. Mm-hmm. So I, I did up a list. A uh, list of some, some big wins uh, of Celtic over the course of the year. Uh, I remember back in September the 21st, uh, Sky Sports Scotland pulled a tweet that I actually screenshotted it. And I said I'm actually going to use it because I was save, saving the right time. Uh, to use this tweet, uh, the tweet says that Celtic are actually line sixth in the Scottish Premiership. Uh, this is their worst start of the season since 1998. The league, the league already looks over uh, before it, it even started for the big Aussie in his first season at Celtic. So how things have turned uh, for Celtic, trailing uh, six, trailing six points. Uh, back in back in January, seven points actually, Mark. Back in uh, back in January, to no lead by by six points with with two games to go and and a massive goal difference. And you know, uh, Celtic's first home game of the season gave fans fans an opposite opposition pundits a taste of what things to come as Kyogo grabbed a home hat trick in a game that could have seen the challenges realistically hit double figures. Uh, it was a 2-1 against Aberdeen, Celtic's first league away win of the season, and their first since Valentine's Day. Luke Fogg's in second half equaliser, cancelled out by Kyogo's opener before Yasha scored a late winner to kickstack kick Celtic's lead. Uh, there was a 3-1 win against Tibonian. Celtic played their best 45 minutes of the season to this as they blistered a very competitive hip side. In the first half, at least the world, the quality of the goals, the chances created, heightened a lot of people's excitement and expectations that Ange could deliver. Uh, Ross County 2-1, Anthony Rallison, winner in the last seconds of six minutes injury time, rescued a win for the 10-man Celtic after Carf's Safford was sent off late in the second half. This was result sent Celtic to the League Cup final, uh, which is an incredible high. Uh, 2-1 against Hart with Jim Celtic make it three wins from three after the winter break with a stutter from Rio Hayate. A gnarchous goal from G. Camarcus gave them a comfortable lead. Hart threw everything at the second half. But there was a, a new funk steal from the Celtic defence uh, against yourself, Jonas. Uh, Lee Babidaz, injury time winner, uh, takes Celtic win two points of Rangers who dropped two points themselves in injury time morning in the afternoon. Having given the sense to top it Rangers in the upcoming derby. The derby, Celtic absolutely blistered Rangers to go top of the league for the first time on the hand. Rear hash with two strikes, the second, an incredible 
effort from Abada and the third goal, the third goal to kill off a stone dead Rangers from half time. 3 2 against Dundee. Jake Marcus was the hero as he completely hat trick in Damascus fashion at Celtic Park. Dundee took an incredible lead before pulling level after Jake Marcus doubled before the Greek striker won it and kept Celtic's three point lead at the time with it 80 minutes with winner. Livingston 3 1 Celtic exercised some demons at the Alavandale, is it? Stadium, Max? Almondville. I'm in They were going to be winners comfortably. Thank you. to ease Danny Fairs after they are mentally headed into the final quarter of the season and reflected the fans' confidence. Uh, another derby, Tom Roger, Cam Vickers scored the goals to turn the game on its head after going behind Ollie to strike at Ibox after a shaky start. Celtic took control of the game and should have won more comfortably. No way back for Rangers. Key games, Mark, and it's just going to what Jonas has said. Like we, we won games that 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 we looked like dropping points. We we won vital derby games. We scored goals at injury time against Dundee United, against uh, Ross County when Valson got the goal. Like this is why we are champions, Mark, because of these games, because of the no, we don't give up attitude. Oh, well, obviously, stats here. Didn't you, Jonas, man? I bet you fell asleep there. Eh? No, I don't <laughs> worry, mate. I'm just, I'm just about awake. <laughs> I set an alarm light, but I'm awake. It's all right. <laughs> you, set an, you set an alarm for after your bit there, Paul. <laughs> I, 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 please, I aim to please. Uh, yeah. I hope, Paul, see, like the Alston goal, the Derby I games are obviously I, things. I, I, I think the... That Ralston goal knock was a key goal for Celtic, wasn't it? Well, Celtic used to be noted for that, Paul. See, look, see when I was yo- a bit younger and things like that, Celtic were always that kind of team. They could always they played for the full 92, 90, whatever. They were always on the go that way. So it was kind of a common thing, but that, that's the difference, Paul. I mean, although there's a wee bit in front with the points now, but that's the difference be- when it comes to a league, winning a league. It's the, the late goals and that, that, that gets you over the line when you look back on it. And mm-hmm. then obviously the wins in the derby are a big part of it up here for us, but I just, I just keep thinking that's just been a great season, Paul. Even for the team and but we're even the mentality that this, they've got in the team to play like this already. You know, but you're talking about all these kind of late goals and stuff like that. Yesterday, to to see every Celtic player, and, and it's something you honest that we didn't see last season because of. There were so many things going wrong at the club last season, you know, under Lee Lennon, uh, staff not wanting to be there, players not wanting to be there, split between the dressing rooms. You know, it, it's a joy to see, and even yourself, you know, seeing at your club, to see players celebrating at the end of the game, hugging each other, to show that there is continuity between the players and the manager, you know? Yeah, well, the thing is, I think what happened with you boys, similar to what happened with us during our relegation year to sort of 2016 till about 2018, the four years that we spent in the championship, because once the rock sort of sets in at the club from the top, it's like a cancer and it sort of grows its way right through everything and it becomes toxic and that's what happened with us. And it's kind of the same with you, you just needed to rip everything out, a fresh start and then rebuild and we've kind of done the same, so... That, and then, like you say, once you get everybody pulling in the right direction, that's the only way that a club works. Because once the cracks start to appear, or there's like a, a disease sort of starts to grow, then it, once it starts to sort of 
it starts to seep into every single part of the club, and that's where things start going wrong. If there's if there's if there's unhappy players, Jonas, in a club, like it's going to breed through the whole first team as well. Like you know, it, it yeah. breeds, you know, and and it, and it does. Like it, it affects because you have a group of players then who are maybe like to that one one player who's in a disagreement. Like you know, so like it does it does kind of split the whole club, Mark. Like like what Jonas is saying there. But they're not sets in. You've got all and put I mean Jonas will probably be able to tell you as well. What it takes as well, Jonas is one bad apple. To get in the, the I mean, see like young players in that ball, young players are kinda of easily led if there's an older player maybe in their ear or oh, this manager's this, this manager's that when I when I was playing under so and so, do you know what I mean? Or that kind of thing. And once it sets in, Jonas says it can take a lot, a lot of time to kind of weed it out and get things turned around. And I'm just basically done it in months, Paul, again. Mm-hmm. I had, like, this, even, like, last year, Mark, like, we didn't even want to do podcasts after games. No, you, you did, know? you didn't. Paul Spitz, the dummy out of self, winning, didn't want to do podcasts. You need to coax them out with offers of, like, sweeties and stuff like that. <laughs> that's usually like me but you need to coax me out the pub but that's hard but easier said than done Jen. <laughs> no, like, but, uh, but this year Mark is just you're excited to see Celtic play again do you know what I mean there's, there's, there's even a buzz watch even our own uh, forum page Mark do you know what I mean there's a buzz in that like there's no bickering on us you know I mean everyone's well, apart from last night apart, well, apart from last night but but, but Paul, just see when everything goes right and comes together like that, it, just, it shows you kind of like how good things can be, the feeling amongst fans when they're not arguing and bickering and stuff like that. And that's, players will feed off all that as well when they're on the park. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'll feed off whether it's negative energy or positive energy. Just mm-hmm. the, full, the full feeling around about Celtic's great, Paul, and as I said in the forum as well, it's a, it's a bit different because the, the Joe Bans is to take on, but for me, the actual feeling about Celtic right now, Paul, is as good as for, uh, and really the same kind of level as when Brendan Rodgers came in. You know, we on our form page there to the, the to, to the podcast, like we still have a few Celtic fans that 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 would look for anything negative that. Just to spoil what's going on at the moment and stuff like that. Like, do you, do you have fans like that in your group as well? Like that, no matter how good you're playing, or if you get if you get a good run results, that there's always a, a fan there who will pick up something negative to say just to spoil the mood. I think it's um, I think there's you get that in every single fan base around the world. You could be winning the quadruple every season, the Champions League, your domestic cup competitions. And whatever, and you would still have someone moaning about something. I think it's just the way it is. But the way I tend to look at it is, everybody pays their money to go and watch their team. So if you want to have a, if you want to state an opinion, then mm-hmm. it's entirely up to yourself. It might not be agreed with, and it might come across negative. But at the end of the day, your opinions, you're entitled to your opinion the yeah. same as everybody else. And as football fans as well, see, as football fans, we're really reactive, right? Because see, when you lose a game. Your week, your, your whole week's up in turmoil. It maybe ruins your Saturday or whatever. It takes you a few days to get over it. But then the next week, the hope springs eternal. If you win a game, then all of a sudden everything's right with the world again. It's just the way football is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a there's a bit of um, 
uh, a disagreement between some Celtic fans uh, related to who should actually be playing up front for Celtic uh, going into next season. It's either Kyogo or Giamarcus. This week we're going to start with Kyogo. Next week, Mark, we're going to do up a piece in Giamarcus and we're going to debate which one is actually more suited to Ange's system. Uh, Celtic signed Kyogo uh, to fill the boots of departed uh, Hudson Edward a late-known Japanese international, uh, former Barcelona legend Iniesta said that the Celtic fans will go to love this little striker, as he said his talent is unbelievable and it's just made for the way Ange plays his football. Missing 27 games through injury and still pulling off unbelievable stats to be our top score. Goal stats 26, goals 18, assists 6, one touch finishes 14, two touch finishes three, three touch finishes he had one. Minutes per goal was 2,131. Minutes, oh sorry, that's total minutes, sorry. Minutes per goal was 118. Minutes per goal and assist was 88. Uh, Right-footed goal was 10. Left-footed goal was four. Headed goal was three. And chest one. Now, the reason you honestly put this in because there seems to be a bit of a sway towards Gia Marcus because he's, people are saying he's kind of the most natural finisher at the club, right? And he has 14 goals and 14 goals. Uh, he's 14, but his goals are one-touch goals. You get me? Right, so, right. So, but I'm trying to show then like that, but Kyogo has 18 goals and 14 of his goals are actually one-touch goals as well. And if you look, go more deeper, Mark, Kyogo is actually in the box more centrally than Jay Marcus ever was. Right, but that's oh. because he comes deep to get the ball. But that's what I'm saying. So, who, what striker is, is more suited to Andrew's system? Who would you think, Jonas? Just giving us from the outside. I think you play them on the basis of the opponents that you're playing against. Some, Jaka Marcus will shoot playing against defences like Livyard where it's like the land of the giants at the back and when you need physicality and you need the ball to stick up stick up top also probably in the derby games or do you play Kyogo off them because they offer different things Giacomacchus is a more physical presence and he, he's more suited to that side of the game whereas Kyogo's more a sort of finesse kind of player you know what I mean so he has his attributes they're two different types of players you have to either find a system to incorporate them both or you play them depending on what opponents you're up against I mm-hmm. just, I just think as well, Paul. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he is, he's, he is lightweight. You can't get away from that. And, and even, I mean, sorry, but Jonas is saying there when you're playing against your big lovies in that, your big burly guys. But I don't. I just, I'm not. I mean, I'm not slagging Kyle off here, Paul. I've been the very straight to the imagination. I just, we've, we've been that kind of bickering about this all day, Jonas, because I said on the forum for me. Jack Amakis has got to be our main striker next season. I just think he's a mere kind of... I, I, I see all round it. Is that the key? Maybe better suited to the Scottish game, Paul. But, but, but then, Mark, when, when Kyogo's not in the team, uh, the fluency of the team isn't right. Do you get me? Well, he was yeah. out for a long term, Paul. Kyogo's out for a long term. Maybe we're like, go to the top of the league. I mean, we was, and, I, and, I, and I'll get to that with the goals we, we scored, but that little spark mark or that movement that Kyogo brings to the team 
wasn't there. Do you get me? Uh, but I mean, I still think, Paul, that we should we should fight. I've said it all. If he came in, Paul, I think we should find a way to play him like in the, uh, your number 10, like a free roll, like Lubo or Nakamura, or that done. With Jir Kamakis right up front. Yeah. I just I just think it's, how, I, I don't know, it's even just a kind of poaching instinct in that, Paul. I just, Maybe it's a bit old-fashioned as well, Paul, to be honest with you. You kind of think it's more like... But if you're going by, like, like you, you honestly don't know, like, it, like any club knows now, like that, if they're scouting a the player, it's not... It, you don't go out and look at the player anymore. You look at the player's stats over a period of seasons, you know? And if this player is suited to the way the manager plays, and if you're looking at the ball players, Mark, the, the player that... Celtic would have signed between the two more more realistically would have been Kyogre, do you get me? You know? I, I understand that, yeah. aye. And then yeah. it's, as well, but Jonas, is maybe, but Jonas is saying maybe it's going to be a, like a horses for courses, Paul. However, mm-hmm. we're playing against it, it's going to be either off. But you think Jonas could, I know a lot, a lot of players can't play with each other, and, but we're saying it for years, like Tomville and Roger couldn't play together. But could you see maybe Kyogre playing behind G Marcus and having two of on the bench could could do you think maybe and might work something like that for Celtic? Or would yeah. it be much? Yeah, because at the end of the day, right? You can dress up however you want. Like the guys at the end of the day are going to be wanting to play every game as well. They're not going to be happy doing exactly. a rotation or sitting on the bench. So you're going to have to find them either incorporate a different way of playing them, whether you play him just off off them or whatever or you know, maybe do a wee bit of experimenting in pre season and maybe play with a couple of different systems and see how you can incorporate them both into the team but like I say they're both good players and they're both playing different like they're, they've both got different attributes so if they can get them working together then I mean might be a good uh, uh, they're Brian's just put up what I was actually in my mouth it's like comparing apples and bananas but comparing two types totally different players but they're in the same role kind of thing we said Mark and when we had Barry on the podcast uh, many times when Barry said it gives us different ways to play that we didn't have in the last couple of seasons to get me and know, it's something that we've, we've done said we were missing Paul yeah definitely I mean as we spoke about you need a, the manager he needs a plan A and he needs a plan B sir one week maybe Kyogo's plan A uh, Big Geo's plan B and then the next week it's going to be the opposite and it's Geo that's plan A and Kyogo's on the bench or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I we'll do up a piece on G Marcus uh, for 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 Thursday, Mark, and we we'll talk about the two of them on Thursday. So missing twenty seven games, uh, Celtic needed players to step up and fill the void left by Kyogre. And many players stepped up for Celtic throughout the season. Abada, uh, nineteen year old, signed as a nineteen year old, now twenty. Scoring 15 goals, 13 assists. Gia Marcus, 14 goals, 1 assist. Yasa, 12 goals, 16 assists. Tomble, 9 goals, 7 assists, but they were at the start of the season. Maida, 8 goals. Mark, 4 assists. Roderick, 6 goals, 11 assists. Radisson, 5 goals, and 9 assists. What a season Tony Ralston said. Delighted, absolutely delighted for him too. Mark, I pushed. Radisson in and, and and he's the one player I hide it out between all of these players is because I was constantly saying it and I wanted to get Jonas's view on this as well like that 
does does he actually see? Obviously, he sees the proof. But well, Jonas has seen him close but, up when he was at United as well, and he did United, didn't but, he? Rate him at all. But Mark, the difference, like I, I was constantly saying, Mark, that R- Radisson brings something different to Celtic going forward. You get me? And he's nine assists, Mark. I know the doors nine assists, Mark. Seven of those were to G Marcus. So you could see what Radisson actually brings to the attacking sense rather than what Ivanovic would bring, because Ivanovic kind of kind of leans to sit back a bit more, Mark, and rather than getting up front more. Do you get me? Aye, Paul, it's again, they're kind of diff- although they're both playing fullbacks, it's just like different, isn't they? No, no, I'm just saying like that. I was constantly saying that, that Radisson gives us more as an attacking. Aye, 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 I know what you're saying, aye. You know, and for me, like if there's no one, Jonas's most improved player in in, in Scottish football, it, w- it would definitely went to Anthony Radisson because when we did our first podcast uh, pre-season, every Celtic fan had him gone. Uh, at the end of the day, though, uh, again, like what Marcus said there, they're two they're different kind of players. If you're looking for someone to be a bit more an attacking threat, and then you're looking at someone who's probably better defensively, because it's, nowadays when you look at like fullbacks and stuff like that in modern football, the emphasis is almost on more being able to attack than it is to defend. Mm. Which I disagree with, because I think as a fullback, your job's still to defend first. Hundred percent, you honest. Hundred percent on that. I had this debate with my pals in the pub all the time because. Like there's a lot of younger boys that go to the games with us as well, guys that are like sort of early twenties and stuff. And I'm from a slightly different generation, so when I grew up watching football, it was like late nineties, early two thousand. It was also obviously about defensive solidity first as a fullback. Whereas a lot of these younger boys are now trying to tell me, "Oh, you're a dinosaur," because times have moved on and it's about attacking. But I'm just no shifting on their beliefs. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be honest, I'm not going to lose the game. To get me, your defender should be defending, Jonas, and your wingers are your attacking. Players into really, I totally agree with you. That's one of the reasons, Paul, I've always stuck up for Taylor. I always thought Taylor was a good enough defender. It's when mm-hmm. you try to ask him to do this kind of attacking, wing back, full back, whatever you want to call it, role, that he was struggling with. Yeah, I, I totally agree that, with you on yeah, this one. That at the start of the year, Taylor has turned uh, a corner. Like he's he he Taylor has been. No, I just know the start. Of, I know the start of the season, Paul. The start. Of Yearly for January. Exactly. You know, since January, he has been uh, extraordinary. And I think she that just said, first and foremost, the uh, defence being defending. Like I was watching uh, Manchester United, to be honest, I know you were watching it as well yesterday because I saw you on Twitter. But if you watch Manchester United trying to do the high press, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, they just, one, they don't have the players to do it. And if they're wing backs, Try to attack, their defence is cast because they're too slow trying to get back, you know. But see that man, the team, that is yeah. red rotten through. Jonas would see that Carry Maguire, Luke Shaw, would you take them at United? Oh, fucking murder, but yeah, you, that's going back to what I said earlier about a rot setting in a club. That club uh, is great from the top to bottom, eh? Without doubt. Without doubt. Like, I remember um, Roy Keane said it about um, when Oregona saw she was there and they were getting into the, the Europa League final there with Villarreal and, and, and right and they all laughed him inside the Sky Sports said, and, and he was proven right he said Manchester United fans 
need to forget t- these players. He said, these players threw Van Gaal under the bus, they threw David Moyes under the bus, they threw Jose Mourinho under the bus, and they'll throw Ole Gunnar Solskjaer under the bus. And, and fans actually thought Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was the problem, to be honest. And, and, and they weren't. It was these group of players, like we said, if there's a toxic atmosphere, and if, you're ta- if you want a prime example of how a club is bad, badly run, it's Manchester United, to be honest. Well, yeah, exactly. And like you said, these boys would get... You look at Ralph Ranić again, right? He's just been he's just been brought in there to basically be the lamb to the slaughter because he was never going to be able to do anything with that squad either. Oh. You know what I mean? So he, no wonder he's binned off that consultancy role and took the Austria job because he was thrown right under no, the No, he's, he's like, still yeah. in that job. He's still he's keeping the Man United uh, job on, to be honest. What, so he's, all oh, right, okay, so he's managing the... So he's going to do the Austria job. Aye, but he's still... Aye, aye. Right. But well, no, like, like I say, like you have both said there, that they, that this bunch of players would get that ten hag this sack. They would get Klopp or Guardiola this sack because they're no good enough. Definitely, you know. Like, but but you know what, Jonas? That seems to be. Uh, we had it last year with with some players here with uh, Christie and we had Edward Mark. Like, you know, I mean, the, the modern player now has has more power over the manager. Like you're going back to. Times like Nigel Clough, Alex Fox, and Arsene Wagner, like big, big managers, even John Julia of Liverpool, like that would never happen. The player would be out the door as fast as the manager thought he was getting too big. I was looking at Ferguson with Beckham and that, but the well, manager's post. I mean, but even at Arsenal, you just Terry Henry's and that. So there was big mass of egos in the changing room, Paul, but these managers knew how to manage them and how to keep it. They kept the powers kept with them. These players were all, I mean, Man United, the players were, that Paul Lynch, he was one of the star against Sods ever in the Man United dressing room and things like that, but they get rid of him eventually, but he was still there good enough while Ferguson could control them. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, he's put, I mean, that, that Jesse Lingard, I mean, that guy stole a wage, I mean, I can't believe he's 29. Exactly. That guy stole a wage for a belt on a, a Man United shot for the very first time. And like, then all this garbage and his clothes brand or something, Mark, indeed. Aye, so but as that, that Instagram stuff and all that, I saw that part of the, all, all these young players, that Paul Pogba. I've never seen Paul Pogba playing it. I don't watch them as often as I do, Paul, but I've never seen Paul Pogba playing it. What I'd call. Yeah, exactly. I, for what he is, for what he's meant to be, isn't it? I've never seen him dominate a game of football. He's played well for France, but I've never seen him. Swagger onto a park and just dominate a game of football by the likes, yeah, the way the likes of your Zidane's in that used to do. Because all my brother and my late father, they were all Manchester United fans. And I remember saying to my brother when when they took Pogba back and I said, it's it's a mistake because Ferguson knew that it was the right thing for Manchester United to get rid of Paul Pogba when he was younger because... He he knew the type of player, and I actually found out later on that. That was a lot of dirty changing, Paul. That Real Manoa guy. Yeah, Fox was against bringing Pogba back to the club. Aye, and every yeah. I say, Paul, but people say that they Ferguson. I was against Pogba coming back to the club. They but Pogba came back. But according to certain Man United fans, Ferguson still pulling the strings behind the scenes and stuff like that. So it's oh, just whatever kind of suits. I think so, and I think that kind of. Why Mourinho, I think, two years was unhappy at that time that Ferguson was still kind of involved. 
you know. Well, it was Ferguson that wanted David Moyes to take her, and I think that was, I, I still think that would have been a good thing if the stuff in the background was, was it's the way it should be at a club like Man United. I mean, they're scouting and everything, Paul's a pure embarrassment when you look at the teams like even Liverpool. So what they tried to be, the Manchester United, they tried to be the new uh, Galatonians, you know, the new Barcelona, the new Me Madrid by by trying to buy all these best named players, Martin. But it's just they, they just weren't buying the best players. They were just buying what would uh, you call the richest, the most uh, exactly. the, the biggest name that they, they could find and things like that. Do you know what I mean? That's the kind of like mm-hmm. Hollywood signings, box office signings, but you're not actually. I mean, Celtic's made them over the years with Janino, Gravison, and people like that. I'm sure Dundee and Eight have pushed them, but a few failures over the years as well, oh, bonus. There's more failures than I can <laughs> remember, like. Uh, oh. But man, but okay. if you're Man United, big teams, you're, you can't be challenging for the highest honours like the Champions League and that, Paul, when you're getting ran like a shambles behind the scenes. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, get off the public league with enough of yeah, the public league. I wanted to move on. Uh, one thing uh, you understand that impressed me about this Celtic team uh, is that there's there's goal scorers uh, right across the the whole first team. You know what I mean? We're not depending on one player to to get goals. You know the the scorers throughout the team, and you know that. If if for strikers like well, two strikers are injured, Abada, Yasta, they were chipping them with goals. Roger was chipping them with goals. I mean, so it is it is uh, a scary. Uh, if I if I was the Celtic fan, like to, to be facing Celtic, but you you don't know who's going to pop up with a goal. Yeah, correct, and that's one thing that we certainly haven't got is like what you guys have got is you've got boys chipping in with goals from every every position, whereas we've scored thirty. We scored something like 33 goals in 36 games this season. So we, we score less than a goal a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's a massive issue that we've got and it'll need to be addressed over the summer is the lack of goals. Whereas that's what you need to be a successful team because unless you've got a striker that's going to score 20, 25 goals a season, which it, which is very hard to come by, when everybody's, when people have like a sort of hot and cold streak, you need other boys to be ch- chipping in. When you when your strikers are the scoring and you boys are getting goals from all your sort of forward players, it is Mark. Isn't it? When you look at the the list of goal scorers, there like it is frightening. Like and, and it's a big uh, thing for Ange Mark. What the players that he actually brought into the first team now, you know. That's just another sign of a good team. But Paul, when the goals are getting spread about the team, you've got all these different scorers. Going back, going back to Ralston's winner at Ross, up at Ross County. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get a whole, oh, put on strikers, put on strikers, we need a goal, and a big right, right back pops up with a kind of late winner to take the result. You know, like that's, I, I would rather have the goals like that spread about the team, Paul, than have like everything coming through. I mean, like, one, get, imagine, like, Kyogo was one main striker, Paul, and he got injured and we'd nobody else. Do you get what I mean? Okay, exactly. I'm not saying you want players injured, but if they get injured, you can rely on whoever's coming in. Plus, you know that you've got other players in that team, like even Sartati. I mean, Sartati's goals he's come in, you can't be Matt Orley as well. It's you fault between, between the three lads, uh, Marida, uh, Hayase and Kyogo, between the three of them alone, 
they've chipped in with uh, 35 goals this season. And Hayase and Moida have only been here since January. You know, so if this is what we're seeing from them, join us at the start of the season. And I'm always saying at Yoris that this, this pre-season is, is, is our biggest pre-season on the Ange because last season he came in too late. But considering our fitness levels this season, and if we have a proper pre-season in Austria, where we're going, the, our fitness levels, will, I think, will go another step up with a, with a proper pre-season. Um, well, it's, it, it's true though, Ken. It's, it's, it's one of them ones where you just need to build it, because obviously there, there'll be things that you're targeting on improving, like the likes that you probably want to look at, like performances in Europe. You'll want to start playing mm-hmm. better in European competition. You'll, yeah, you know what I mean, and things like that. I mean, he's done well for his first season, and it's been successful. But there's still obviously big improvements to be made, and like I say, they'll already be identifying areas that they want to get better at because you, you can't stand still as a football club. No, I mean, okay. I don't know over the years, Mark, didn't it? We stood still. Aye, uh, but just to go, go with what Jonas was going to say there, Paul, uh, I don't know if I've spoke to you since it, Paul, with the uh, Jonas and Bodo Glimp game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mm-hmm. Have you spoke, spoke to you for Celtic played Bodo Glimpt? Yeah. Oh, we have spoken about that way, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, for me. Yeah. I mean, Felix, the earliest owner, you can kind of forgive the Europa League because he was still, I mean, it's all before Christmas, he was still building the team and such and such. But for me, the Bodo Glimt result, that's the biggest lot on Angie's CV so far for me. I was really, really disappointed with that. I don't, I still think, I still maintain to this day that we still beat them. Yeah, no, like like I say, yeah, it was poor. Like, you know what I mean. But that has been Celtic club, Europe, Mark, and like it was a trend that continued under Ange. Is that we never progressed at Europe, and that's where, as you once said, that should be the next step under Ange. Now, Mark is is improve in Europe, get proper. It's good to be. It really, I mean, it really has, especially now we've got the Champions League money for next year and things like that, Paul, it's got to, I mean, we're never going to challenge to win the Champions League, but again, we can't, we can't keep going out of Europe to teams like Bodo Glimpton, that, Paul, when, when, we're, when we're spending the money we're spending on, on players, on wages, and then plus we're getting more money in, we're, hopefully we'll kick on for that. Bodo, teams like that shouldn't be, in, shouldn't be able to touch us, it's really... 
I, it's just something that really needs to, and it's as you said, Paul, it's been happening for years, ways. Somebody, but something we just don't seem to be able to shake off. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to move on to a bit of a Dundee United, though, Mark. Uh, you want to you're, you're currently fourth in the league, uh, 44 points. Modwell behind you and 43. Ross County on 41. Uh, your next two remaining games is Celtic, of course, is us on Wednesday. And then your last game is against uh, Ross County. Four points, Jonas, I think you should be looking at, or three points, if Max, if you can get it. You know? Aye, well... Because the, the thing is... advantage for this year, Jonas, with Hart now already going to be put into the, the qualified rungs of the Europa League, so you'd slip down into the, the, the qualifiers of the, the Conference League, am I right, if you finish fourth? If you finish fourth, yeah, you're, you, you're going around... So, so fifth place means you start a round further back. I've got it somewhere. I can't remember the exact permutations and what rounds you go into. Can't find rounds you go into. You honestly, I think into or the second. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you go into the second if you if you come fourth and you go into the third if you come fifth. It's something mm-hmm. like that. And um, even elimination at the third stage still gets you half a million. Yeah. Euros, you know what I mean? And that's excluding your gate receipts and stuff like that. So. It's a big incentive, and like you say, the problem we've got is, well, we're really needing Hearts to beat Motherwell to do us a favour, because we'll not get anything on Wednesday, I, I don't think. And then, if Hearts beat Motherwell, you've got Motherwell last day of the season, and then, going to Ross County, you'd be guaranteed fourth or fifth, so you wouldn't have any pressure on you. Whereas, if Motherwell get a result, then we'd be going to Ross County, probably needing a victory or a draw to avoid slipping into six, which would be a disaster and no European football at all, so... The work's not done, not done for us. No, Mark, it's 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 tricky. The, the not really all to play for. for the, I mean, I'm not expecting Celtic to rock up there and you know what I mean, get a walk over on Wednesday night. Eh, it's not a lot to play for for Dundee United. Jonas says he's half a million pounds, a lot of money to Dundee United. Jonas. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, if you I mean, even. Even if you could get through, that would be a, a, a great result for you. You know what I mean? So that's not a play for for you. Even if you can get through one round, or you get through a couple of rounds, you're probably getting about a million euros in. You know what I mean? And that's the difference. That makes a massive difference to your budget, who so you can bring in. But Europe also for us for player recruitment makes us an attractive proposition because all of a sudden you've maybe got targets there that are swithering about, are, are looking at offers from different clubs. But the fact that you've got Europe, you put you in ahead of a few teams in the queue. You know what I mean? Because not a lot of players get to play at that level at any point in their careers. Mm-hmm. Even if that, like even for Dundee United as a club uh, to be back in Europe, because it's been a long, long time since you were in Europe, you're thinking for the city alone, Mark, to have European football there on a Thursday night, like it, it'd be great. Like and it, and it would be great too for Scottish football if 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 if, if these teams could progress in Europe. You know? yeah. The more teams you've got in Europe, Paul, the higher your kind of profile and your, your league gets noticed a wee bit more and things like that. I mm-hmm. mean, but, like, them getting to the Europa League finals, there'll be people in Europe that have looked at this league table and league for the last couple of weeks that have probably not bothered their backside about it for years just because of that. So it does help raise your profile and coefficient stuff and it gets all these kind of, gets teams, a, a, I mean, a good, a good bit of bung out it as well. Yeah, no, you get a good bit of money, and it's also good for 
Scotland isn't like the core fishing. It makes it a more attractive <laughs> league, and like you say, that helps you get better players in the country as well. I mean, like your, your main team, Jonas, and as you said there as well, like that, it's 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 goals. It's getting goals. Do you know what I mean? And at this stage of the season, you just don't care where these goals are going to come from. But once you get these goals, do you know? Sorry, can you say that again, mate? I had a problem with the signal there. Your, your main, your main thing this season was getting goals, you know. And at this stage of the of, of the season, you just don't care where these goals come from. Once these goals come, a, a win's a win, you know. Oh, definitely. It doesn't like I'm not caring about the performances now. You've got two games That's, left. Just make sure you get over the line. I mean, the same Tony Watt. You'd have, I mean, which Tony Watt scored? What is it? Two goals, to be honest. Thing is though, he's not scored the most amount of goals, but he's got a number of assists and he's actually oh, he's he's still, overall. Is he, is he playing well? Aye, that's what I'm yeah, he's been to. playing well. He's made honestly, he's made a huge difference. Probably his poorest game for us today, actually, to be honest with you. But overall, we can't complain with his contribution. So um, I'm not too disappointed about how um, how that's went. You know what I mean? Do you know what maybe he'll maybe he'll kick on a bit for his next season, start bagging a few goals and. No, he will do. Like, yeah, I'm not worried about that. It's, it's more to do with just like you say. It's more to that, do with getting better players around them as well. Exactly. And, and that's uh, what getting more creativity. See, you're honest. Do you know what I mean? You know, like yeah. if I wasn't from Scotland, and if I didn't know about the splits, and if I was looking at the league table, and I'd be looking at Limston and Hibs in seventh and sixth, like. Limston have 45 points <laughs> and Hibs have 42 points. You know, yeah, and, and I don't think for one second that your Hibs, your Aberdeen, um, clubs like that are going to be as poor as they have. It's been a poor league bar the top mm-hmm. sort of end this year because everybody's just cut each other's throats. We're only in a position that we're in because of how, you know, other teams' failures, you know what I mean? Certainly hasn't been the fact that we've been great, you know what I mean. So, and we need to really up our game as well because if we're not going to be able to play the way we've done this season and for it to continue, you know what I mean. There's no funny that the manager's Tom Coutinho, you know, Jonas really. I just don't think no. I'd, I just I'm just not 100 percent with the way he sort of um, the way he's, you know the way he sets the team up. He sets it out to be too defensive. He sets it out to be <coughs> not to lose, and it's like we're always playing with the handbrake. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's already setting up not to lose against Celtic or Rangers or whatever. But there's games. I mean, there's games Dundee United should be going out and basically they should be overrunning teams to a certain extent. You know, I mean, games that you think that we should be here going at them and winning this way than being that kind of negative holding back, trying to dominate them in that. Exactly. Like you also remember uh all you on the season, the the one all draw at Celtic Park. And you were actually the they were actually the first team mark at the uh Aye. at the time to actually attack Celtic. Give us a really good game that day, Paul. And and that when you were Fuchs went out, that we fixed it around the show that day, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was I so there you go. Ah, you must be missing him, Jonas. Ah, yeah, like his uh, his um that's been that's been um a massive blow for us, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Le- losing him because 
the, the thing is, it was his energy, you know what I mean? It was one of those ones where yeah. um, he, he covered so much, like, sort of ground. He, he just did a lot. He, and it's very difficult for a club like us to lose a player like that, you know what I mean? Actually, mm-hmm. he, he was doing the job with two players, wasn't he, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've spoken about him umpteen times. We really liked him too, Paul. Wouldn't it? it was Jonas that brought him up to Jonas and Mikey. When we were looking for players, Mark, that we were taking, uh, we 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 would have we would have been happy. Uh, definitely. That time, but not just folks, Jonas. Uh, like a player this as well who hasn't turned up for you. Sorry, uh, McNulty. Yeah, uh, no, it just doesn't work for him. He's been with us for two seasons, and it, and it mm-hmm. really just hasn't. Hasn't worked for for McNulty, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just one of those situations, eh? And there's another lad, I forget his name, Jonas, who who actually really impressed me. And if you could get get him on loan again next season, is the young lad you had. Robsy's uh, mentioned him there as well. The young lad um, from Manchester United. Ah, uh, well, we've started talks with Man United because it doesn't look like he's getting offered a new contract. Mm-hmm. What what we're hoping I'll sway that is that coach has basically turned around and said that the team will be built around him because he is he is a brilliant player. Yeah. And he's, he, his mum and dad are actually quite pally with a lot of us boys. They come to the pub with us and travel on like sometimes they come on the supporters bus or whatever or they travel up from Wales and they've ended up getting a good affiliation with the fans, so they're all they're always in the pub and stuff and like you know like you and know, they're good company and all that kind of stuff. So as well, you honest for the young lad, like to go there, feel the feel the love from the fans, and kind of re rebuild his career. Do you know what I mean? Start off with yourselves, rebuild his career. And he, like we're always saying it when us market Celtic, like Celtic is a stepping stone for a lot of young players. So the exact same thing we could yeah, say inside this lad. You know look I mean? at Andy Robertson. Some teams mm-hmm. players need to take a step back, especially for like a big club pull. Sometimes you need to take a, take a step back in their career to progress their career longer term. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've, I mean, if boys you know got a future at Man United, why don't you come up to play for Dundee United where you're going to be playing every weekend? He's only 21 as well, Mark, you know what I mean? So even if we say to him, look, we'll give, give you a three-year deal and if we get a good offer after one season, we'll, let, we'll not stand in the you know what I mean? Give him a sort of stepping stone to launch his career. But he said he said he said in an interview with a Manchester newspaper that this is the best this is the like most that he's ever loved that he's been on a set a few loan spells but he said that this is by far the best club that he's been in the best environment he's been in so well, sounding sounding good for you anyway Inter yeah so hopefully we can just see this this yeah, next couple of games maybe 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 we'll bring Ronaldo up with him for you. Hi. <laughs> as long as he doesn't bring Harry Maguire, then we're all right. <laughs> yeah. Look, can can he do it, yours? Can he get this final push? Because I think he should be beating Ross County. Like if he did get anything off Celtic, Celtic only need a a draw to to secure the title. But Celtic don't set themselves up for a draw to get. I don't. I just the no. way we play. We, we historically don't play well against Celtic anyway. Like we struggle against you. Like. The times that you played us at home in the cup and in the league, it's been too comfortable three nils. It's just like we just seem to we seem to do okay against Rangers, and we seem to sort of go into that with a, a more sort of attack minded mentality. But it's almost like we hoist the white flag before a ball's kicked against Celtic. It's more like a mental block with us with you boys. So I'm not expecting anything from that. So Saturday will be a big one for us. And hard to play Modwell on Wednesday night as well, aren't they? 
Yeah. Hearts playing Motherwell on uh, Hearts are playing Motherwell at, yes, so Hearts are at Tynecastle, but we can't rely on them to get a result because they're just sort of looking at the cup final, but they'll be boys <laughs> playing for cup final places, and Motherwell have only won one game all season, and that was away to Ross County, so I mean, there's no reason that we can't go up there and win, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Mark, we've known known us now for it's been start of the season since he's doing a podcast and like we, we've always kept an eye on doing the nice throughout the season and it, it'll be a huge achievement Mark if they could guess and, and if like a Celtic fan we want Celtic all to win you know but would you like uh, to see Dundee nice get a draw against us if we secure a tight with a draw oh, wouldn't be overly disappointed to be honest Paul you know I really wouldn't like you know like, just for just just because of us knowing the honest Mark. Do you know what I mean? And he talked massively against Dundee. He he told us things like what they do in their background, you know, their sports science and like you were amazing. Uh, I mean, I would, I, I would, I'd, I'd, I'd like I'd like to see Dundee United get into Europe. I've said Paul. I can remember when I can remember Dundee United winning the league. You know what I mean? I can I can I mean, Jonas, can you were you alive in the Ever in the European final and that? No, because I was 89, so I think it was 87 that they were uh, in the No, I mean, I can, I've said that before, when you honest, you've been on Dundee United, Aberdeen as well, they deserve to be a Cubs ball. They've paid mm-hmm. their dues over the years and that, and it's just a case of, they need to yeah. get, they need to, they need to kind of, see these kind of, I don't know, maybe the owners, I know Jonas, that, uh, the guy, that Thompson, he's a bit, a bit ideas above his station, maybe a bit, but you need to get something that's got that kind of a bit of ambition to push on. Why not? I mean, they you know about the finances at, at Ibrox. Why not have a wee nudge and try and just push a boat a bit more and see how bad they could collapse? He might be still second place one season. But Aberdeen, Dundee United, they're two big, big, massive clubs, Paul. And I, I, I wouldn't really care if Celtic drew with them Wednesday night. It really wouldn't bother me. In the long term, it's not going to cost us anything. No, exactly. Well, like that. Who shouted hello there? Can you hear us, aye? Sorry, I'm late to the party, boy. Crazy. Jonas, that's John. I don't know if you spoke to John United Ireland for the... I've been, uh, been on before, I when he was on, because I think it was after a United game he was on, I so I spoke to him before. Um, you know, there's another thing I, I just wanted to ask as well. Uh, I, I've actually heard nothing about it, but something is happy between Court and, and Butcher. I think he's not, he's, he came out and said, Dirt left, it was two weeks ago that he's not going to play for the club anymore. Danny being nice on that situation, what happened there? Uh, it's a private matter. There, there, there's, a, there's something happened off behind the scenes in his personal life, um, which means that the club have had to take action. That says I know a wee bit more about it, but I'm not wanting to go into. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like it's it's not, any dodgy man, Jones, yeah, it's not something. It's, 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 it's not something that I want to speak about really. But yeah, it's, it's me- just a private matter. Message you can message me later and tell me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the way you want Dundee United to play and the way Butchers plays, I I really don't see see that last because I think he, he's a player who's always 
won't step away from a red card anyway. Well, the thing is with Butcher, to be fair to him, this actually came when he was probably in his best form, mm-hmm. on a form since he's been with us over his two spells. He was actually playing really well and he'd sort of settled himself down. Mm-hmm. And in games against like the likes of Rangers, Hearts, where he needed a bit of dig, we've actually missed him. So it's actually, it's actually came at a bad time. Because he, was in, he was in his best form. You know what I mean? And a hatchet man isn't your sort of go-to guy in most games of football, but against certain opponents, you do need a bit of steel because we've got a lot of young laddies that are good football players, but they're all built like the side of a fag paper, like, you know what I mean? That's the the one player we say we're missing is a hatchet man. Oh, no, a hatchet man, Paul. Just a bit of physical presence in there. Somebody with a bit of dig, a bit of metal about them. You know? Um... Any developments on, on Seagrass, Jonas? Or is he away, do you think? Or? It's getting to the stage of the season now that I think a couple of the boys like him and Ian Harks are... I think a couple of them are maybe holding out to see if they get European football, if there's other clubs in for them. <laughs> but we, that... can't hang, we can't hang around for them yeah. forever. I would just say to them, look, if you've not signed your contract by before you come back for pre-season or whatever, then, then you're gone, you know what I mean? Just withdraw the offer. You can't hold the club over a barrel. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I just want to bring John in there. Um, John, you said that at the start of the season you predicted a treble, but we're going to do the double. Uh, it's been a great season for Celtic, hasn't it? Ah, it's been brilliant, Paul. It's been a roller coaster, isn't it? Uh, for the start, obviously, when we kind of had that wee bad start, it was kind of things going to work out. But just uh, for the hot form, obviously, just things have took right off, and we've getting been better and better as each game's went on. It got straight again in the league, we went unbeaten. Plus, we're all right with him at Park Kid. We turned them out at the rain with him as well. Uh, they put us at the semis, it was just unlucky. Just, uh, they kind of just took their chance to take it live and obviously scored a winner next to time. And, uh, overall, I'm, I'm happy with the job he's done. And I wish next season was starting tomorrow. It's kind of wait to see the signings we get in, the Champions League group and that we get. Uh, it'd be good to hear the Champions League song again at Park Kid. Uh, it's looking good on you, so we just need the board to back them now. It is, Mark. It's going to be like what John said there, like uh, going into the summer, like with Champions League football. Like, like it'll be exciting times. Like the sign, like we know there's going to be a few players uh, leaving. Near uh, uh, Bishan came out today. He's actually gone back to is it Mac uh, Tel Aviv? Mac, he's going back to. That he's going to. But uh, uh, is there going to be a fee involved in that, Paul? No. No. See, no. I didn't think there would be. No, because he's in his last year anyway, so I think maybe Celtic Moyes. So, head on the forum, Paul. See, when you sit and work out the finances, you we do him, blah, 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 if he stayed a year and sat there for nothing. You, you can't turn on this a team to pay a million pounds for near beating. It's like what um, Arsenal did, Mark, with Aubameyang. Do you mean they, they, they counted his wages and they were actually saving money, letting him go to Barcelona for free? Aye, aye. Wasn't you know, and knowing like uh, at the weekend podcast we we do a piece on the B sound like you know there was never an issue with B quality mark it was just whatever manager decided to play him in defence and that's where people started criticizing that's him. where his pro- that's where his problem started Paul yeah. I mean, he's never he's never really came out and claimed a claimed a place he's in in the team but for mm-hmm. me. His place was always like your backup CDM. Even and yeah. Paul, I, even at times I'd have popped him up front at times when we were struggling for a goal because of his height. But 
Was I can't even remember. Wasn't he Ronnie? Was it that put him back as a centre back? Was it Rogers? Rogers. And that that was the kind of kiss of death. He, he get brendoned. That's what the, I mean, that's what the Liverpool see when Rogers was at Liverpool. I used to be on the Liverpool sites and listening to the Liverpool heads all moaning about it. And that was the nickname for, for it. They called it being Brendan. He took these young players and tried to get shifted, see like the square pegs and round holes kind of thing. He was trying to get these young players to do things that they weren't capable of doing. And that kind of stalled their career and they weren't t- they were losing interest and wanted to leave the club. And that was what they were all calling it, being Brendan. And that's what he done with beat on for me. Jonas, we're going, we're hopefully, we're going to see Barker's bottom goalie, a Yesi. So, if you, you said you're looking for a striker, you might be looking for a keeper. <laughs> I take the boy a Yeti if he screws them up, because he can put the ball in the poke. I could maybe tolerate him. Anything's better than the I think a Yesi would suit the way uh, Dundee nice and play market, just, it doesn't think they suits him, I think. You know? I think I think he's got the mobility to play in a high pressing system, but for a team yeah. like us, we're like Tony, yeah. he'd probably bang the goals in. I think so. I, I like I said that, Mark. That yes, he is the striker who would need nine and so He needs someone up job. And I, as Jon says, there, Mark, with Tony was, I guess he could simply easily do a job for Dundee United next season. I don't think I yet will be Dundee United, Paul. No, but I'm saying that. No, probably, but I probably could do a job for them. But I mean, it's just unrealistic. But really, you know, I mean, again, do you think we'll get any money for a yeti? A big loss, Mark. I say, Max, considering you, like we. I don't paid, think we'll get anything for him, Paul. He paid five million for him, Jonas Rice, and he's been one of the biggest flops. I think the Celtic had for a long, long time going forward. I say max, we could be looking at him be 800,000 to a million. That's the thing, though. That's what happens with football. Every signing's a yeah. gamble, and not every big money signing all. I mean, he started off all right. He, he, he did start scoring a few goals, but I just don't think... He's, he's, not, he's not got the mobility to play in the system that Celtic want. Like All the, the front players that Celtic have got are quick and are mobile. Yeah, he's just not like that kind of... He just doesn't suit that kind of system. He has to go somewhere where he plays in a system that suits him, eh? You could yeah. probably you could probably find stats that would prove he's the best striker in Britain, right, right enough. Do you want me to try? <laughs> you probably <laughs> could. You know, I mean, I, I, you know what? I, I'm big into stats, to be honest. I really am, boy. Do you know what I mean? I, you know, and I haven't been wrong yet, Mark. I'm surprised Sky Sports haven't phoned you yet because they're always waffling nonsense on the stats. So <laughs> you've got a gig with them, brother. <laughs> Okay, so, like, you see some of the stats there that they be doing there, and, and you, like there's one fella, you know, he's on Twitter, and uh, Mark sent me a few things. Paul, what does this? And the fella Mark is just putting out stats just for the sake of it. I think Mark doesn't he? You know, he. Like, I used to think. I'll be honest, Paul. I used to think I was quite into all the kind of stat stuff. Do you know what I mean? And, Maybe five, six years ago when it was making the stats and all the backgroundy stuff. But see, you now half the stuff they go about, I've not got a clue what they're saying. That we had boys analytic guy on uh, Twitter and things like that. I've not got a clue about all this goals chance. How can you tell if something's a goal chance if, no, if Disney come up as like a, like a missed, like a, a shot on target or a shot off target? Exactly. It's a miss. That's it's what just, it is. Uh, just, uh, just, 
did see a lot of this, Paul. I think it's just a lot of this has come into the game because because scouts in that deal use all these kind of data things, and I think a lot of that sneaked into the, like the mainstream kind of thing. And companies like Sky, you've got twenty twenty four on news channel thing you need to fill, so they've got to come up with any old shit to fill the ears. And for, I remember, I remember at the time it was the the crowd that owns uh, Liverpool yours. Is it sports? Sports something? Is this? It's American crowd, the two Americans that own Liverpool, and they. Fenway, is it no Fenway? Uh, group or something, isn't this? They came in and they brought in, at the time they brought in these loads of scouts, and they started buying players like they did in the baseball, purely because of, purely because of the stats, and, and Liverpool was signing all these wrong players. And Ma- just because, like, it's money like, ball. Actually, Klopp that stopped this, Klopp actually. That's what the thing was called. Money, money ball, Paul. Mon- yeah. No money ball, Paul. Money ball. It's, it's a film about it, I'm sure. Yeah. But eh, that's what they came and they tried to bring. Is it baseball? Oh, it's baseball, isn't it? And that's how. And they tried to bring this in. And, and it, it became it became the big thing doing in England that they were all talking about this money ball, no. But see, guys that know about football, because eh, like Ed Dude speaks to guys higher up in football and that. And he used to say, "Don't buy into all that. It's just rubbish. Moneyball doesn't work for football because it's no, it's no stats driven. There's that much, <coughs> excuse me, there's that much a fifty-fifty in football, Paul. That it doesn't work out that way or something." It is, you know. But I think now, with with the technology, Mark, you 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 have to look at some some stats over a course of a a, a player's career, you know. But the way some people go, it's just ridiculous. Like you know what I mean? No, I don't even the understand. Things on, the things on Twitter, now that's just for attention. And I'm not no attention, no attention. But is it like likes yeah, and impressions I, on social media? Yeah, I actually caught that fella out one day, Mark. He put up something against this, and I was like, "But well, why?" It was actually predicted goals, Mark. That's, yeah. the, that's, that's the one that gets me pulled up, predicted yeah. goals with, with, with the Times G, the Times G shite and stuff like that. Yeah. I like but XG, yeah. Aye, aye, that's that, aye, Jonas. You know, I like, I, I, I goes, but why are you putting up crested goals when you can't predict a player is going to score? Do you get me? In, in real time football, aye, you're in that, like, you know what I mean? And he was aye. going, oh, but you can going by his, his recent form and he gets a goal every couple of minutes. I said, yeah, but he mightn't get a goal for two or three days. He might go through a blip. He might go through this. I said, there's all different factors coming. Fella blocked me. Blocked me. Did he? Yeah. I see, blocked. that's the thing. I mean, it's like, you could have, uh, I don't know, see Ronaldo running up to take your penalties every week, week in, week out. At some point in time, he's going to miss that. Yeah, what I mean, there's exactly. just always that human error that comes in here, yeah, and I just, I mean, don't get us wrong, I phone you guy just because it's a Celtic guy and some of the stuff he puts up all right, but just the majority is just garbage to me, to be honest, no offence to the wee guys that do it and that. Just moving on to the, the game on Wednesday, uh, I don't think, Mark, what the scoreline is going to be, I can't see uh, them catching us. I think it's party celebrations out at the end of the season. You've been quiet, Paul. What's that? Are you want to see you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, mate. John, you still there? Uh, I'm still here, mate, aye. It's, 
it's party celebrations now, John. The league is done and dusted, in my well, that, opinion. That's better. Ah, sorry, right. sorry, I don't know about that, dear lad. Sorry about that. Yeah, I thought it's party celebrations, yeah, definitely. I was late to the party tonight, but I certainly won't be late to a party next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a full day shot for me, just uh, during the week. Just, come on, it's Thursday night, Paul. Uh, John. Aye, aye, I'll come aye, on the same three games. No, Thursday. No Wednesday. We're playing on Wednesdays, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was like a quick block on the mic earlier and I was just setting all this up and then I didn't mean it and I was trying to get on it was saying mic's blocked and I had to go through Google there and look through how to get into it all and I had to get into all the settings and this iPad and, and unblock it all. But that's it now, it's, it's soft now. So <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like, Mark, it's, it's done and dusted. Like, you, you can't see us slipping up. I think the players kind of knew that by their celebration uh, on Saturday as well that the league is done. And it's good for Callum McGregor, Mark, his first season, player of the year. He's lifting the his first league as a captain as well. And the League Cup, Paul. Two trophies in his first year as captain. i seen a thing with Twitter earlier on in the day as well that uh, came up about Scott Brown retiring. Yesterday i seen it, uh, that every 28 games Scott Brown get presented with a trophy. Ah, I've seen that myself. That's some record for Bruni, for any player, but I mean, I know at the start in that there was a lot of stuff, I don't think Bruni, Scott Bruni was as good a player as he was years ago as he became, Paul. No, not John, the end of it, Mark, and I, like, it'd be interesting to see Jonas there as well, and that actually... Uh, Jonas, what did you think of Scott Bruni when he was a younger player? He just needed... Um... He calm, calm down. Yeah, he, but, I think he was just a bit hot-headed, but he matured as he got older because he just went. He was a bit. He was probably just a bit. He was a bit too dirty when he was young, probably, and just a bit reckless. But that can happen, though, can like you mature as you get older, eh? Uh, yeah. yeah, I said, I said the same on the forum. I thought Scott, even we signed him, it was a kind of. I'm not saying it was a total deal, but it was maybe a kind of. What we just, a lot of the support just seen it as a one-up on Rangers because they were trying to sign him. And a lot of people at the time, who was it, Thompson, who was it, Thompson went to, that went to Rangers. And a lot of people at the time, and a lot of Celtic fans even said at the time as well, that Thompson was actually a better football player than Scott Brown was. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I mean, over the years, he proved his worth to Celtic, so, I mean, fair play him, that's him retired, and he'll always be, a, for me, he's always going to be a Celtic great, and he's a, he's a legend now, really, just for the length of service, the captain and the trophies he's won. I think he'll, I think he'll give McGregor the trophy next Saturday. I've seen a lot of things like that today online and Twitter. Like. He actually refused this. Did he? Aye. Uh, he came out and he said, um, "Do you know what, Mark? I, I said fair juice to Scott Brown here. He did not want to take the attention away from Callum McGregor lifting his first trophy as captain of Celtic." That Snoop Dogg it today. Aye. He's gone through a party or something, didn't he? Ah, uh, he gets, gets Snoop Dogg and Rylan. 
Because of this TV, the TV, this motor dealing to the Dougie Parks fell out with him there. Oh, Jesus Christ. What do you think of that, uh, Jonas? What would you feel if your club chairman decided to do something like that against a major sponsor? Well, i seen all that hoo-ha kicking off at the start of the season. And it was something to do with the fact that, like, since could have pulled the plug on, like, the biggest sponsorship deal that the SPL has ever had in its history, all because of those scumbags threw the rattle out the pram. So, that is You won't see, like, to me, the Scottish FA is letting them get away with this. You won't see this in the other league. If, no, if, if a club jeopardised their major sponsor, that club will be pulled or they'll be deducted points. Okay, see, at the end of the day, see if they did do that, then throw the club out the league. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be getting any prize money. No, I've just got to say that, John. Definitely, no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, they refused to hang me to promote it, didn't they? I mean, so that's spot on, actually. Aye, that's spot on, John. That other week when they done it was a motherful when they kind of taped them out. I mean, fucking hell, man. Imagine they're going being that pathetic and going to those lengths, eh, over the sake of a sponsor. Because even when you when. I was at Ibrox earlier in the season when we played against them. They didn't have like the cinch like um, match banners or anything. Nothing on the advertising boards. There wasn't any cinch. Nothing around the stadium or that. Like, yeah, that's how bitter they are. But did you good. see any Dougie Park yeah, ones?
the boy trying to run onto the pitch to attack this, like the players when the, the equaliser and everything. It's just like nothing gets said about that. It's all swept under the carpet. But as soon as any other club, you know, a United supporter throws a smoke bomb onto the pitch at Aberdeen away, and they've got a fucking double page spread about it in the Daily Record and everything. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, and the, the guy's getting hounded on social media, and his employers are getting contacted, and all sorts of garbage. Uh, boys, have, boys are nearly losing jobs because of something like that, but then you've got guys scalping folk with bottles, but nothing gets said about it apart from one wee puff piece in some local paper. <laughs> and then a wee, oh, we're investigating it. I mean, is right. it a bit, fair play to Celtic. Celtic came out with the right answer to that when they came out with that. Exactly. And they said, yeah. well, we're still investigating what happened to your, your employee. This, this that happened with the bottle in the park what's going on with this kind of thing what's, a, what's happening with that investigation no idea nothing Mark no, nothing. But, uh, it, it really is I mean Jonas is saying they didn't even come out and apologise to our physio that time no they apologised in private that's no use Exactly. They should be they should be out condemning that. If that was Celtic fans, I would I would exactly. expect Celtic to be out condemning them and saying that isn't how Celtic fans behave. If we yeah. find out if we find out who you're we're taking your season ticket off and you're banned out of Celtic yeah. Park. You be their fans, Mark. They they'd be seen by their fans then as weak. Do you get me? They'd That's the thing about it, aye. You know? And And then you came out with what was it, Paul? You said, Oh eh, Somebody, somebody gave the, somebody gave Joe Hart the broken bottle coming out the tunnel to plant in the grass. <laughs> I mean, what kind of? Honestly, like they were putting. If Joe Hart didn't spot that, they were putting their own striker roofs in danger. There, if he went in there for a slight tackle or, or any one of their own players, they were putting their own player in danger. You know, I, I know what they're thinking was behind that. They could have put they could have put any one of their own players in danger of a serious injury if he slid in that glass as well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they forget that like their players have got to go in that box as well. It doesn't yeah. it, 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 it's harming their team just as much as it's harming the opposition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I just didn't see any logic mark to to what that that fan did. But well, John, no, well, I've said it in the forum. I said it in the podcast after I happened. I don't know. I've not been at Celtic Park for. 10 years or something now, but when I was going to football every week, Paul, see if a Celtic fan done that, they're getting a bat in the mouth after the guys around about them. They really well, are, Paul, they're just... issue, you honest, like, as I go, I, I don't go as much as I do, like, but I go down when I can, is when I go to the Cox City matches, they, they tap you down, like, they may, and if you have a bottle with you, a glass bottle, not, you won't get a glass bottle in there, but if you have a plastic bottle with you, it takes off the cock, even if you're an adult, like, and I know what you're saying, but the day that Celtic Park, I've heard stories and seen women getting, see like they're smuggling in bottles of ginger for their wee kid and things like that, wee plastic bottles, they take them off them. I did not lift such a woman's bag or something, so Mark, or what, sir? No, but they're allowed to, Paul. They're allowed to get into it. I think maybe it's a woman that needs to maybe do it, but they do take a lot of stuff off of women and that they're taking. It's just sneaking snacks in for their kids, which is pathetic to me. There should be absolutely no uh, glass sort in a stadium. No, there's no glass sort in a stadium, but it doesn't need to be glass, Paul, even plastic. Plastic, like, yeah. 
know? I got a book of course I took half his, but obviously I think Cole was in it, but as soon as he seen his way to school, just took it half his, man. Uh, we'll just start doing it to start the game. You get over like a, a fucking plastic cup, Georgia. I mean, that you know, I know it's wrong, like, but you get over. But when there's a glass bottle, Georgia, that's a different. Glass bottle, get back to Yota when Yota's going out to take corners. You could yeah. visibly see it on the telly, coins getting through at him. Get back to Lee Griffiths getting batteries through at him. A guy running on the park to confront Scott Brown. And. Mm-hmm. They're the worst behaved fans in Scotland and they just steamroll up any negativity and twist it to what they're saying becomes the acceptable. Even though, if you look at it, nanny it adds up, nanny it's true. I can just imagine the bad image that you guys are going to get in Scotland when they go to this Seville. Well, that's going to be a bloodbath, that, is it? The party, won't this? Oh, that'll be a bloodbath, like, eh? Yeah. You know, and, and it's giving... Scotland a bad reputation, Mark. Do you get me? That's what it's doing. It's giving Scotland a bad reputation. You know? Just uh, Paul, see, to be honest, right, every, every, every group, every team in Scotland's got their own be kind of pocket, be exactly dodgy right. fans, but it's not a wee, I mean, they fair to Celtic's got a big majority, but we've got a big support as well, but it's their fault, entire support, just seem to be, that's, I just think there are, a law above everybody else and they can do what they want and get away with it and anybody who speaks out about them just gets bullied into silence they're left get and that's why it's continuing Mark is because they're left get away with it you know and that's why it hasn't stopped is because one the club failed to come out and condone it two is that the SBL let them get away with it do you know what I mean if if what the SBS should be doing, Mark, in my opinion, is close a section of the stand and, but, and start with that. Then we're talking about that strict liability. Mm-hmm. And if, that, if they try to bring that into Scotland, one of the main opponents to that would be Rangers, without a doubt. When you're exactly. getting held responsible for what your fans are doing, and you can get stand shot, you can get heavy fines, you can, and that's why they'll not do that. Because it, that's the... That's the only, the only club support that it would really, really affect. I mean, Dundee United will probably have a wee ultra gang that are out of a wee punch up down the train station or that, you know, and it's kind of thing. Maybe, what, 10, 20 guys. You've got 30,000 Rangers fans in George Square wrecking the place. And nobody's batting yeah. an eyelid. Nobody's batting an eyelid. And the police are standing there watching that. I know. The, the thing is, like you say, like, we've got, like, a wee squad of young boys and that, but they're not even really troublemakers. Like, they bring the smoke bombs and uh, players and uh, that. Uh, and they're just trying to cause an atmosphere. Okay. That brings an atmosphere. That brings an atmosphere. They, they might have a wee scuffle with exactly. the, the wee gang of Neds that supports whatever club we're playing on the weekend or whatever. Or, as you did when you were 16, 17, 18, that, to the game with your pals. Mm, and they're, they're hardly out there. Uh, 30, you, 30. Know <laughs> you know what I mean? But you always get that. Crime, you know what I mean? You're always getting that. You're, that's always been that for as long as I can remember, you know, you know what I mean? But it's but no one it's a false support, it's just but is it like that's what that's the way that's their mentality. Yeah, but they, they keep going on about it's a minority, but it's not really, you know what I mean? No, definitely <laughs> no. And even when you see guys there's all these wee accounts pop up on Twitter and social media that are kinda trying to 
promote it. I don't know. I don't know if it's Celtic fans at the wind up. I know one of them's meant to be like a PR company doing it, but it's like Rangers for change kind of thing and trying to change things. And the abuse these guys gets unbelievable. It's a bad place, didn't it? I a dogs abuse folk want to find out where they're living and who. I mean, all because they say, you know, just be like a wee normal support. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before we go, there's there's one thing I wanted to to bring up, and uh, for me, it's it's the assist of the season. Uh, Charlie Adam at the weekend, I thought it was just the perfect assist any striker could guess. Well, that's <laughs> that's him won this. Assist of the season in the diving season award, so Charlie Adams got a double. So he's got a double, like you know, what I mean? like it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Well, you know? I, I, I shared, I shared on Twitter a couple of my mates did as well, and it's just like it was unbelievable, like because you're looking at it and you're thinking to yourself, like who was he passing it at? See when I first watched it, right? I was like, oh, wait a minute here, because I thought Dundee were on the attack, and I was like, yeah, that's a great ball, and then I realised it was in his end. That's what I thought when I watched it. I thought, like, Dundee were on the attack, and they just seen the ball, then just going to the opposition player, and bang, and then I was going, Jesus Christ. So, uh, somebody but, put up on the forum that uh, on sports scene or something like that, they said it was because he was so technically gifted he could date make yeah. that pass or something. That, pass, yeah, uh, that was on sports scene, Mac, because... He was so technically gifted that any other player could have made a pass. I'm not going to go. Uh, Paul, see, see if you can go on Sky for talking stats. I can go on sports scene for talking absolute shite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that program just. Oh, it's, I hate filaments for talking like. <laughs> I, I really. I just wonder how these guys get their jobs. But you want to think these guys oh, are commentating. Who's going to be the next one of them? Do you know who'll be the next one of them? The fan who's going to talk this about Saturday and when he was Charlie Adam. Uh, no, uh, Craig Gordon. Oh, yeah. I think so. I think he's got a career. I was. We yeah. some, summer will be keeping him writing how to get his media career going. That's another thing. Yeah. I said, that's one of the reasons I hate Craig Gordon, I know. Because of him, Jerry McCulloch's on Celtic TV. I hate that ah, guy with a vengeance. <laughs> I hate him. Can you not mind him with Clyde John? Aye, Jerry McCulloch. Aye. Aye. I mean, he was a soup taking get on that, slaving a lot of garbage, man. Now he's the main man on Celtic TV. Sits here with the, oh, we this all, can, can you remember this game and that? That game you were slagging his off on Clyde five, six years ago, you plank. Ah, they all did, didn't they? Don't TV, yours. Sorry? Do you have your own kind of club channel and... Yeah, aye. But we don't like we had presenters in that, so we had Sean Dillon that was on it, like that played for Montrose. So when he wasn't playing, he'd be on it as a guest, and like just a couple of ex like ex players and stuff like that, and then a presenter. But um, because like everybody's back to normal, but like the football matches and stuff like that, I think it's just a commentary only. There's not like an introductory. There's not a show or anything anymore. Like you know, a pre-match show. It's just a comment. They'll they'll just do a build up like fifteen minutes and just talk over. Like when the warm ups are getting played and stuff, you know what I mean? Well, I could take you. But a bit like Sky then, just cuts no. off after the final whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, eh? I'd see the, co- the coverage of Scottish football's terrible, Jonas, isn't it? The standard day that Sky's final whistle goes and that's hit the programme's early and the interviews are nothing. Ah, terrible. I was watching, I, I did a piece there on the podcast there a couple of weeks back, Mark, and I said, um, uh, they're going to fall short again by five games of their commitment 
to the SBN, all right? Mm. And you know, it's the five games that that they're, they're not committed to. You are actually affected in this because it's the, it's the game that the the European League final spots games they're not shown like yourselves against uh, like they're showing us, but you're not going to be shown at the weekend. You do you know? Do you get me? Yeah, and what annoyed me as well is that your club needs. And and what annoyed me at the start of the season, uh, sorry, when the league split, was why was the Dundee St Johnston game not on the first weekend of the fixture split? The biggest, like a big relegation battle. Why was that not broadcast? Exactly, exactly. You know, it's it. I think, Mark, we have is it three years left of it? Four years left of it? Three years? Ah, uh, three years of hate, Paul. You know, it 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 like it does nothing uh, to promote uh, Scottish football. And when BT had it, Mark, you at least get the midweek games. Do you get me? Uh, yeah, Paul, just even the actual kind of effort that BT put into it, the build up, they hyped the games up. And, you know, I mean, you sit there and you watch that Sky. Sky saying up Norwich v Burnley, Super yeah. Sunday, and you're like, Jesus, wet man, that's some game. You know, but BT, BT were working at that and hyping up the Scotland game, the Scottish games that way. Because, Mark, that yours was on about there. Like a relegation battle between Dundee and St John St Johnston, an important game. Aye, 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 an important game in the bigger picture of the Scottish Scottish mm-hmm. league, and they just ignore it. And the coverage should be was good, wasn't it? I think in the league, I know they they had, they had the show for twelve o'clock, right through to the game finished that day. Aye, like definitely, John. A different class even like, before the game and after it. Like it, it really has been. A, a bad season, like you could, you it's 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 the way modern football is. You don't know, like it, it's a prime example, Mark, of why well, might I'm against this predicted goal thing. Like St. Johnson were a team that did a double last season, and then this season was just a total collapse. Do you get me? Like, I'm, I'm, sur- I'm surprised like, that he kept his job policy early in the season yeah. on the podcast. I thought he was in a shaky nail, but. He seems to have kept on, sir. Fair play to him. I think they'll... Winning, winning two cups will buy you a lot of credit, really. Who will they have in the, in the playoffs, you honest? Um, well, it's looking like... I think it's a brofa. Aye, there, that's this week, aye. So it's Tuesday, Friday this week, and then it's uh, the winner are both in from Nessai, who Jensen Johnston will be playing, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's it, it has been... Uh, a strange season for St. Justin Jones. Like, no one predicted. Seeing what they did last season, the double, like, I thought at least St. Johnston would be in the wrong mid-table. You know? It's been I think the, the fun thing has been a factor, eh? Yeah, it's been one of the best seasons, I think, uh, actually, in a long, long time uh, in the SBN. This season in particular has been a great season. This shows you as well, Paul, when it comes to cup games like Europa League and that, any old shite can win it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll on Frankfurt. Um, Jonas, I think uh, maybe next weekend, I think it'll be celebration weekend for us, but maybe going into the midweek next week, we, we'll do an end-of-season review of the whole season. Uh if you would be up to the yeah, job. certainly, lads. Yeah, a midweek, uh, yeah, like a couple of weeks' time, a review of the season, that'd be perfect. Yeah, I'd be up for that. We review the season, Mark. We talk of 
the whole season as a whole. Uh, it's something you're actually planning in doing more regularly next season is well, but we were trying to do it every month, but stuff going on personal life, and it didn't work out the way we wanted to. Do you want with the end of month uh, shows and that kind of thing? Once we have everything properly up and running, Jonas, it'll and, be... And Mikey's, Mike, Mikey was meant to be coming on the night, but he's away playing Mario Kart or something, like I think it was, he said. Mario, <laughs> some Mario. I'll go and let Do you watch that, Jonas? I've got it on in the background. Oh, I, did, see, I was so watching the... No I had the AC Milan game on. I had the AC Milan game on, but that went to half time, so I turned the F1 on because I like, I like the F1. Eh? <laughs> I you and Mikey are a bit of petal heads, aren't you? You like your motors and that. I don't really like my cars. I just like my F1. I'm not a big, I'm not big on cars, but I like the, I like the motor racing. Eh? Oh God, I couldn't. No, just <laughs> imagine going. It's, I, you know, I mean, what, it's, it's not cheap. Jonas, uh, sitting down. Uh, on a Sunday afternoon and, and he'd watched that and I'd look and go oh my god we gone that bad uh, I mean the price the price, the price you're going to watch that F1 now you're seeing hmm then what hmm <laughs> and then a couple of minutes later just hmm <laughs> that's all you're doing absolute yeah, nonsense they, they have um, they've helmet cams now and everything like so you can actually see I've got a helmet cam, I'll show you later, Paul, once we get off here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that, like, John will join us on Thursday night, uh, when it'll, it's, it'll be hopefully party celebrations for Celtic. But we'd be happy with a one-all draw if that secures Jonas to um, Europe with Dundee United. Uh, Jonas, as always, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks very much again for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, no uh, bother, Jonas, man. We appreciate it much more than you do, but honestly. John will join us on Thursday. Uh, that he's figured out how to use Skype on his ta- on his new uh, tablet. Uh, Mark, close the show, buddy. Oh, just to you, usual, Paul. Thanks very much for having you day. Thanks for Jonas coming on. Mike, uh, Mikey, uh, John, I'm getting mixed up already. John for eventually figuring out and getting on, but the shout, the shout, just hello, can you hear me? I didn't know what was going on there. What was this? I thought it was somebody shouting in the windy. Everybody enjoyed the live chat. I hope you enjoyed it. There's a few new people. I hope you enjoyed it. You come back the next time we're on in that. If you remember, please hit the like button if you know how. Uh, add a comment and please subscribe share it about your chat your social medias and that hail hail lads good night and god bless thanks a lot cheers lads cheers John as bud cheers John yeah boys two seconds John to turn this off this episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel